You are listening to the Babe You've Got This podcast where you receive mindset and business coaching designed for the everyday gal who has big goals and dreams and is craving that guidance, insight and reaffirmation for creating more success in their life. This is episode number 28 and I am chatting with the lovely Jazz Christensen who is an independent mama of a 17-month-old boy and runs her own photography business. This absolute babe is only 26 years old and is sharing her journey from the last few years where she has had her multiple babe you've got these moments, which are going to be extremely relatable to you as you listen in. Being in her mid-20s, Jazz has endured many challenges that has really tested her mindset and her mental health, her self-worth and her confidence. So let's get chatting to hear all about how she has overcome this and how she's been able to shift her mindset and rise up above it all and step into her best self. This podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club, an exclusive online membership to a 16-week holistic health and mindset coaching program. Abundance Club supports, educates, and empowers its members with their self-love, mental health, happiness, nutrition, and exercise. So you can learn more about this by checking out their website, www.abundanceclub.com abundanceclub.net just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops i am so grateful that i can give you this time and content as you listen in today and remember to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through itunes or leave your love-filled comment in the comment section below by this process you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset So don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can give you a shout out on our social media and recognize you for your greatness too. All right, let's get started. Hello. Oh, we just got to unmute yourself, Chaz. Hello. Yay, everyone. Chaz. Hello. I'm so excited to have you a part of our podcast, babe. Like, we're being oh i know you have so much to share um i'm just gonna see if maybe you might need to turn it up on your end as well so everyone can hear just make sure it's uh, is that better it's good it's good so oh my gosh i'm really excited uh, jazz is really excited guys as you have probably noticed we're now vlog vlogging as well as no, vlogcasting is the word. So podcast is on our iTunes, but if you're watching or listening now through our YouTube channel, you can now see us. So Jazz and I are each other and you guys will be watching us. So I think um, I always have to remember, like, don't pick my nose when I'm talking. Don't, like, you know when you do that, it's just a voice recording? Yeah. I love that. So jazz, jazz, yeah, if you pick your nose or, I don't know, scratch your armpit or something, like, no judgment here. It might yeah, right, 100%. <laughs> All right. Cool. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> We're human. <laughs> I love it. Um, just a little uh, disclaimer at the start of this episode, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but I have been very congested in my, I am very congested in my sinuses. Thank you to the weather change. So um, if at any point I go into a coughing fit, which always happens to me when I have a blocked nose, I will just mute myself anyway. And you have Jazz talking to you. And I've got my hot cup of tea here. But other than that, I think everything should roll out nicely today. 
All right, so without further ado, enough chit chat from me. Jazz, um, I know, tell us a bit about your story. So we're gonna start with like, where were you playing and your struggles? What was going on for you? Paint a bit of a picture. Um, and we'll start there and then I'll ask some questions unless you just keep rolling with it. Um, but yeah, talk to us. Okay, so five years ago, I was living in Queensland. I was 20 years old and I was in a serious relationship. Um, I was living with him and he had an older boy. So we had a, a little bit of a family dynamic. Um, and he ran a successful business. So from the outside of that situation, it looked great. Um, everything looked happy. There was lots of love. There was lots of fun. Um, but under the surface was some serious, serious things going on. Um, pretty much from day dot was a lot of emotional um, abuse. I got isolated from all of my friends and family at the start. Um, and then it kind of just started to roll into things like not having a job was a pretty big thing for him. I shouldn't have had a job at all. Um, and then it started to get violent um, on the daily. And then it got to the point where we were probably six months in and I, we had suffered a pretty big trauma um, through ectopic pregnancy and I really wasn't sure on how to process that at all. Um, especially being 20 years old, I had no idea how to process something like that. And with that came a lot of resentment and a lot of anger because in those weeks prior, um, there was still a little bit of violence going on. So I had a lot more resentment towards him than I did prior to that. Um, but with that came a pretty big incident where we had a heated argument and um, I got thrown onto the ground, which broke my collarbone. And, um, but it snapped it pretty much as soon as I hit the ground, it, my collarbone snapped um, and damaged my elbow and my arm. Um, and so it, that moment was, I remember hitting the ground and him, and it's like, we both snapped out of whatever state we were in and we went into panic mode. Um, and that's when really the lies came about pretty intensely to everyone around us. So we pretty much made up a lie straight away to cover the story. Um, ambulance had to be called because I couldn't, I physically couldn't move. Um, and it had been snapped really badly. It, it took me, they said it would take a really long time to heal. Um, but because I've always been so headstrong within myself, they said it would take three months for me to be able to put my hand above my head. And it took me four weeks. So and even though I had all of these really intense things happening around me, it's still like I had this little part in my head saying, you know, this is just something you have to go through. You're going to be, it's going to be okay. Just keep pushing, keep pushing. Um, but anyone who has been in a, a relationship that is emotionally abusive or physically abusive or anything like that knows it takes a lot to actually leave. Um, so it took, I think it ended up taking about, it's an average of seven times usually for a woman, woman or man to leave. Um, and it took me, I think six. And on the sixth time, 
by this time it had been 12 months that we were together and I had then a broken arm and a broken foot by this point, um, separate occasions. And I just remember talking to his mum and saying, I think it's time for me to go now. And she's like, okay, where do you want to go? I'll pay for your ticket. And um, I was like, my best friend's in Perth. So three days later, I was on the plane <laughs> to Perth, a place that I had never known, visited. I only know one person. Um, I had nothing. I left with a suitcase um, and I was in far North Queensland. So I, and I was coming into midwinter in Perth. So my, I didn't even have any clothes, winter clothes, nothing. I left with $300 to my name and a broke, I'm pretty sure my phone was broken as well. Um, and I got on the plane. My, my memory of getting on the plane is quite fuzzy. Um, but being on the plane, I, it was a five hour flight and I cried the whole time. I was in such an emotional state that I didn't physically leave the seat for those full five hours. Um, and even when I landed, I was like that whole time I was in the plane, I was thinking, oh God, I shouldn't have left. I shouldn't have left. I shouldn't have left. But once I actually landed, it was like a whole weight had lifted and a whole release was gone. Um, but I got off the plane and my best friend was there and she said to me, she's like, I didn't think you were going to get on the plane. I did not think you were going to. And she didn't even know the things, the, the ins and outs of the situation completely but yeah and so I landed and it was really really intense to be in a city for one um and to be somewhere that I had to literally start from scratch like I didn't have anything um and it was scary it was the scariest thing I always have a vision of when I think it was like day two and I was walking to the shops and I got into this kebab shop and I just sat there and I was like, holy shit, this is my life. I need to make sure from here, I never end up in this position ever again. I cannot end up in this position ever again. And you know, you look back now and it's all about self-worth. I was in that position because I had no self-worth at all. And what I had personally seen as relationships growing up as well, like that's what I thought was okay. Um, but from there, I, yeah, so it was within a seven day period of me landing. Um, I was living with my best friend, but she had about four other housemates and they were like, not, they weren't impressed that I was there and not contributing as well, but I was doing my best. I was just cleaning and stuff, but I was intruding for sure. And I felt that. Um, so the next, I think it was the third day, um, Paige let me borrow her laptop and I had done up my resume and I had sent out over a hundred resumes and I was like, no, nah, this is happening. I don't care what I get. I need something. There has to be something that I can, that I get. And I went for um, two interviews each day after that and I got to the sixth interview and I fell into this um, incredible interview of a, a family ran business and they um, were called communicate, which they ran um, like a Telstra business side of things. And I had come from telecom previously as well. So and in that interview, I was so 
I remember being so vulnerable and so scared that I wasn't going to get it. But at the same time, I walked out going, this is exactly, this is my job. Like, this is it. Like, I don't know. It's just, I've always known. And yeah, they rang me that, that day and they're like, yep, we want you to start. And so I started straight away. I'm pretty sure I started on the Friday the next day. Um, and from there, I managed to manifest um, like friends of Paige, her family were like, you guys can live in this house that we have that, you know, we're renting, you guys can live here. So me and, me and her live together. Um, and then she moved out of that house and then they actually gave me a car <laughs> as well. Um, and from there, yeah, it's been a pretty wild ride, but I definitely felt like that was one of my most significant moments in my life for sure. Yeah, far out. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I know you can talk about it now with me, like, oh, yeah, left with a broken collarbone, arm and foot. But, like, that's serious. That's crazy. Yeah. And just the, the mental toll it would take. So can you, like, I'm, like, just trying to think, how do I want to ask this? Can you explain more about what it was that, You've shared with us what you did do and, and what you overcame, but how, what did you feel like, what did you have those moments of like, babe, I've got this, like within yourself, and what is it that you implemented? Or what are the thoughts that you had? Like, just in case, you know, if there's someone listening now who is, you know, kind of in a space of like, they're in a really hard place that they want to get out of, but, you know, everything's keeping them there. What would you, what did you do? that they could try and implement themselves for sure so I think what it did what I had gotten to this place in my in myself was okay if he for example if he does it one more time within this six-week period I'm going to leave but in that same time I'm also going to build myself my mental self up enough to actually leave so it's just things like having just another person to communicate and bounce off of community massive um affirmations i have always been huge with my affirmations since i was a kid um like i go if you see on my mirror i have affirmations everywhere <laughs> they were just i was always attracted to positive words and things like that um and then i just it was like each day it slowly built up to the point where it was like, okay, like this can't be your life. Like if you, 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 your mental health is pro like priority at this point, you need to make sure you're just building up slowly and slowly and slowly. And I'm also extremely stubborn. So that helps. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, it's not about, I think it's not about beating yourself up if you aren't ready, you know, like it's not, you can't just be like, okay, you're in a bad situation. You need to, you need to change right now. Like, that's not how it works. You need to build yourself back up again. And if you keep, you know, you do it and then it doesn't happen for you or it doesn't work. It's not, it's not the end of the world. You just try again. You know, you haven't failed. You just need to try again. Yeah. Oh, and I couldn't agree more. And we talk about in this podcast, we talk about affirmations and how to, you know, what they mean and how to do them properly and, Every time, like, I interview someone, and in your perfect example of getting out of a space of, of hardship, it, it all comes down to, like, what are you telling yourself? What are those thoughts? And what are you actually believing? So, 
I really, I really love that. So give us a little bit, like I know lots, I'm just going to mute you guys because it's, it's my computer. I think there's like an echoing noise and I just don't want that on the recording. So, all right, <laughs> guys who are listening probably laughing at me. I'm half a year into podcasting, still haven't got my shit together. Well, got my technology sorted, but whatever. So just rolling with the punches. Um, so tell us a little bit now, like it's been a while since then and you've had lots happen. So and, and along that journey, you've had opportunity, you've had um, what you felt like was failure or setbacks. So tell us a little about it. What, where are you now and what's, what life have you created for yourself now? All because that you, all, you implement that, babe, I've got this you know, affirmation. Um, okay, so where I'm at now, I run a successful photography business um, and it's family-based, newborn-based. It's I've been in business for about 12 months. Uh, I've been in business seriously. I've put commitment in for the, probably the last six, six months and that's where I've seen my biggest step up because whatever you put energy into you get <laughs> so um that is really rolling for me i'm currently um yeah an independent mama to my boy atticus so it's juggling business and baby mama um and it's honestly every day like especially when you're a mum, you've gotta you've gotta have it together and if you feel like you're crashing it's community is like my number one now um i will reach out to my girlfriends and it's just even having that initial chat like oh you know my baby didn't sleep and i have five shoots to do today or things like that it's just implementing good relationships and also understanding that the people you surround yourself with if you don't talk to them for months on end you want to be able to still go to them if you need them. They, those are people that are gold to have in your life. Um, and just implementing affirmations, but also I do a lot of things that work for me. So, you know, I do exercise, yoga, walking saves me. Routine, oh my gosh, routine is something that has helped my mental health and positive positivity and my baby got this i feel like i've got this every day like <laughs> don't go run there's moments where i'm like oh my goodness like things that throw me but i feel like i've i've worked so hard and i'm so obsessed with the self-growth and all of that that feeling of baby you've got this that's an incredible feeling to have and you want to hold on to it as much as you can so I just implement things that work for me and which is, you know, Reiki. If my body is telling me I need a break, take a break. Um, if you need help, say you need help, you need a break from, you know, just someone to take bub for a few minutes or just a night's sleep. <laughs> it's just knowing and not being egotistic about it or proud and just saying, you know, hey, like, you know, this is getting hard. I need some help. I love that. And that's, it's exactly true. Like you asking for help that like we, I coach women with this all the time and wait, I'm just going to mute you <laughs> just cause that background noise. So yeah, I ask, oh, what am I, what am I talking about? Guys, can you see I was so with it today? Um, this is how I coach women. Yeah. Ask for help. And this is something that I've learned too. Like I've grown a really successful business and I can totally relate to where you're saying like, 
we have to summon that with inside of us every day that babe we've got this or babe i've got this but we also have to ask for help and we can't be if we're too proud we'll never get anywhere i feel like being proud puts like we've got to be proud of how far we've come but when we're too proud to ask for help to go further that really puts our glass ceiling on it really caps us and being you know we think being proud and not asking for help is like a, our strong point but i think our biggest strength no i think i think we all know our biggest strength is being vulnerable and asking for help like knowing it's okay like i i have this too like guys if you're listening and you're a mum you can totally relate where you're like i just need like a five solid five hours sleep like just minimum give me that where to me mine would be because i don't have kids it's like i just need a solid chunk of no like actually be introverted for a bit and have no external communication like my help is can i'll ask hubby like can you do this and that for me because i just need to switch off and reset and ground and it really it really does help so um so there are two of the things that you do but do you have any more advice like going forward for anyone listening because it's this is business advice but it's also mindset and as we know business and mindset it's the same thing the same stuff we've got to learn implement so um yeah do you have any last bits of advice going forward for anyone who might have struggled how you oh, are struggling like you did or you've just you know in a similar situation to you you've just got to unmute yourself though <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like my biggest takeaway and advice would be healing and growth is not linear like it's just it's up and down consistently and it's about checking yourself on the daily really um and so and just not being so hard on yourself about failing like not really failing you're just you're trying and it's you just got to try a little bit harder the next day it's not yeah it's kind of i don't know I feel like you, yeah, you grow, you grow through what you go through and just making sure you've got a good community or good help, good, good um, routines. And yeah, I don't know. No, I love that. You, that was, that was perfect. In a nutshell, it's like, <laughs> have your support system, have your support network. You know, and it's, I love that you, you grow through what you go through. Like if, if, we're in a challenge right now. If we're not prepared to grow through it, we're going to stay stuck in this. And then, so say we're having some hardship right now. Instead of growing through it, we're like, oh no, everything's, every, everything's fine, everything's fine. We get over it, we let go of the emotion. The same shit's going to come up the next day or the next week. Like we have to grow through it to get, get through it. So that's perfect what you said. And I friggin' love what you said at the, the beginning of that was, um, healing and growth is not linear. It's like, not. And, that, and these things yeah. take time. Like then the amount, it's taken me five years to get to this point where I have all of those things. So like community routine, um, I have personal coaching, um, and like those things didn't, I just didn't just go like, Oh yeah, these are all the things that I need and now I'm going to be okay. It took each step and each step I did for growth. I gained a thing that I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take that with me for the next step because I really, it, like, that really helps me with my growth and my healing. Um, and, yeah, just take time. Like, it takes so much time, you know. 
you can't expect big changes that fast. And yeah, it's just yeah, love it. Okay, love being growing. patient, right? It's yeah. It's words that I hate to be told from my coaching. Like when I get coached on this, it's be patient, gotta give it time. I'm like, I want the results now. I need them now, but even if we get the results now, the new challenge will present itself. Like it's all about having patience and taking one step at a time. And I love that. Um, and it's a really beautiful reminder. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, just a snippet. I know that was just a snippet of your journey over the last five years. But I loved it. And I know our listen, listeners loved it. I can't even like pronounce my ends with a block. So it's weird. I'm like, I'm going to have to listen back to this and laugh at myself. Um, guys, if you guys want to follow Jazz, her in the, if you go to the show notes, you can find her link to her Instagram, her photography business Instagram and Facebook. So all of her details are there. And I love following you, Jazz. Like, I love being little, I care, they're so cute. It's <laughs> really cool stuff. And I know you're a massive advocate for, like, mental health and, um, you know, living a healthy lifestyle as well. So um, I know you're always posting about all of that. So is there anything you would like to finish up with saying? Um, I think I just want to say a big thank you to you and all of the beautiful women I have around me and and men <laughs> that I have around me that are just so supportive and, um, yeah, it's been a really fun journey. And especially with you, I have enjoyed, I feel like my biggest growth has been with you. Um, and yeah, I just want to say a big thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're so welcome. And thank you. You can be on goosebumps and maybe feel all gooey. <laughs> it's all about the love. All right, babe. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for sharing and being vulnerable. And, and I'm so grateful I could give you this space and this time and feature you on our show. And I think that's it. I think that's everything. Awesome. Thank you so much, babe. You're so welcome. And everyone else, like, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, take a screenshot. Share this in your stories, tag us, um, reach out, like check in with Jazz, follow what she's doing. If you guys want, you know, if you want that support and that mentoring and that coaching, you know, this is something that I offer, it's something um, we offer within our, you know, our members club, our coaching club. And oh, I don't know, I'm just feeling in such a lovely mood now from that, Jazz. You've definitely made my day. I'm so excited for everyone that's listened to this. So, guys. Um, that's it. Have the most amazing day um, and I'll chat to you on the next episode. Peace out, homies.